0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to finish out the book of Zephaniah. And as we've done with many of these prophets, we're going to point out that there is a period of this prophecy that is directed at punishment and judgment and warning of what's going to come. Namely, in this book, Zephaniah has been warning about the punishment that's going to come at the hand of the Babylonians, which is orchestrated by God, and it is just and right in response to the sin that the people of Judah have committed. But then it follows this cycle through and eventually speaks of the restoration that will come to the faithful remnant as a result of God's gracious salvation. We're going to see that in Zephaniah 3, 14 through 20. And I'm going to come back to 14 and talk about singing and rejoicing in a way that I think, directly applies to us today and in our lives. But let's go through 14 through 20 first. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, lion, let not your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness and will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. I will gather those of you who mourn for the festival so that you will no longer suffer reproach. So this is incredible just an incredible contrast from what we saw just a couple chapters ago where Zephaniah is on God's behalf announcing the punishment and the judgment that is going to come to the people of Judah here just a few paragraphs later a few chapters later he is announcing his restoration his blessing and this is incredible because If you're trying to invent a God, you would probably pick one or the other. You'd probably invent a God who was punishment and judgment all the time, who could never be pleased and who would never uh, welcome in the people who he is opposed to. Or you'd go to the other side and just pick a God who is only welcoming of people and only loving and only compassionate Only only does things that makes people feel good. But here we have a God who is both holy and just, who punishes sin, and who is gracious and loving and forgives sin. So much so that as his redemptive plan unfolds, and we get to see this in retrospect in a way that Zephaniah didn't because he was before Christ came, but he loved us so much, this God, who is both holy and just and loving and compassionate, that even when we could not meet the righteous requirements of his law. Even when we could not attain the level of perfection that he requires, those who are going to be in communion in covenant in relationship with him, he provided the perfection for us that we could not earn ourselves in the person of Christ. He he paid the penalty for us that we couldn't pay ourselves so that anyone who puts their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, even though we are sinners, our sin has been punished, and we are clothed with the righteousness of Christ so we can stand holy and blameless before God. This is the only way you can reconcile this God who is both holy and just, fiercely punishing sin as he should, and loving and compassionate, welcoming sinners back to himself through the forgiveness that he offers. What an, what an awesome, awesome gospel, and it's just been amazing as we've been in the Old Testament I, I knew this before we got into it, but I understand it to a much, much deeper, richer degree that God's gospel is woven through the entire Old Testament. You think that the gospel only shows up in the New Testament when Jesus Christ comes to live the perfect life and die and rise, et cetera. But the gospel is woven throughout even these minor prophets that I've spent very, very little time in before now. Now before I wrap this up, let's go back to verse 14, "Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion, shout!" O Israel rejoice and exalt with all your heart O daughter of Jerusalem. This is a remarkable verse and a remarkable command that God gives the people through Zephaniah. And it's remarkable because of this. We need to remember the timeline here. We need to remember that Zephaniah is on the scene in the middle 600s BC. And the worst of what is going to come to the people of Judah has not come yet. It's not going to come until 586 B.C. and, and surrounding time periods, where the Babylonians are going to come and, and totally take out Jerusalem and Judah. A lot of people are going to die. A lot of people are going to be scattered. It's going to be horrific from the standpoint of the children of Israel, the the people of God. But even before that, they are under a... Loose oppression from the Assyrians who have already taken out the northern kingdom. The Babylonians are coming to just totally smash them. And God's command through Zephaniah is to sing aloud and rejoice. There are very bad days that they're living in and very, very, very bad days that are coming ahead. But you should sing aloud and rejoice. Why should they sing aloud and rejoice? Because of the salvation that is to come because of the way that those who are faithful, the remnant that turn back to the Lord are going to be treated in the future. In a New Testament sense we say that we're living in difficult days Uh, Some more difficult than others. I think about the persecuted church scattered around the world. They're facing real persecution and difficulty. There are people here, people that we know who are facing different kinds of challenges or persecution or hardships in their lives. And God's command to us during that hardship, those of us who trust Christ, those of us who are followers of God, he says, sing aloud and rejoice not because the circumstance you're in is fun or comfortable or something that you would sign up for, but because the way that God has treated you in the past, despite the fact that we are sinners, and especially in light of how God will treat us in the future, for those of us who have faith in Christ, this is worthy of singing and rejoicing about, even on our worst day, thanks to what he has brought us and given us, in Christ, salvation, peace, forgiveness, purpose, and a million other things. And that's the book of Zephaniah. Come back tomorrow for Steve Kramer and the book of Haggai.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts.